Hello and welcome back to Araro Radio, the show coming to you from Araro Normal Intermediate in Wellington, New Zealand. Each week we get students from across our school to, to tell you about something they love and that you should check out. My name's CJ and this week I'm joined by James, Emma and Cleo to talk about the book series, The Heroes of Olympus. The Heroes of Olympus is a series of five fantasy novels for young adults. It was written by the American author Rick Rordain. The first book is called The Lost Hero. It was published back in 2010. And the final book of the series was published in 2014, The Blood of Olympus. This is a spin-off series um, from the earlier Percy Jackson books, and it follows a series of seven demigods as they embark on a quest to save the world from the return of the evil earth goddess Gaia. Along the way, they encounter various mythological creatures and gods from the Greco-Roman mythology, uh, Pantheon. And people who enjoy the series really enjoy the fast-paced action, the humor, the relatable characters, and the way that all of these different mythologies come together in one cohesive stories. The series has also been praised for its diversity and inclusion, with characters from different race backgrounds, genders, and sexual orientations represented in the series. So let me introduce to you uh, who's in the studio today. We have Emma. Hi. Uh, James. Hi. And Cleo. Hi. Awesome. Um, you guys are all familiar with the series. You've read it before. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're here to tell people why they should check it out. But let's start with our first impressions. Uh, what did you first think when you read this book series? Well, at first I, I did like it um, a lot because it was also like the second series from the first one, which used, which has like the same char- or similar characters in it. Who's uh, come to this series from reading Percy Jackson? Uh, I have. Yep, yep. Same. Everyone yep. around the table? Yeah, nice. Um, what makes this one feel different than the Percy Jackson series? The characters are much older and I feel more mature and feel like the writing style is different because in the Percy Jackson series it was written first person and then in, in The Heroes of Olympus, it's written in third person. Mm, that's quite different, isn't it? Not being inside the character's head, but getting to see their actions and things. Um, Cleo, what were your first impressions of the book? Um, well, both of my siblings had read it before, yep. and we had all the books. So they told me about it. And, well, when I started reading it, I really loved it immediately. So. Yeah, that's awesome that you both had the books in the house, and you had other people who you could talk about it with. Because I hate having like read a series of books and then not being able to discuss yeah. what's just happened, or if you have to like hold the spoilers until someone else has got to the same part as you. Um, James, first impressions from you? Uh, I first heard about the book when um, just being in a bookstore and looking around for books I could read. Yeah. Um, when I first read it, I thought that it was quite cool starting off with like a big action from the first chapter where Jason lost his memory. Mm, yeah, so let's talk about that first chapter then, if you remember how the story starts. Because, um, yeah, that won't be too spoilery if we start at the very beginning. How does the series kick off? Um, Jason wakes up on the bus and the two characters that are with him in this journey are introduced almost immediately. And, yeah, you get the kind of person... He thinks about the kind of person that they would be. Mm, mm. Um, one of the things I mentioned in the intro is this is a story about demigods. Can anyone maybe define the term demigod for us? A demigod is um, a person who, well, not a person, but yes, a person who is half god and half mortal, mortal being human. Yeah. Um, which the like one of their parents is a Greek god or in this case, Roman god, and the other is a human. Yeah, it's interesting that they have like this mixed parentage of uh, half of their parents being a god or goddess and then the other half being human. And that gives them kind of the benefits of being in both worlds, right? Um, Especially the Percy Jackson series. It's about him discovering his uh, god side as well as his human side. Cool. 
Um, why do you think people should check this out? If people haven't picked up the series before, what would you say that might convince them to, to check out this series? If they read the Percy Jackson series, it's a good, like, if they want to read more into that because they're similar but also different. And then also if you like Greek mythology, it's a much more child-friendly version. Yeah, some of the stories uh, that Rick is able to weave into the books, like they come from these cultures that are really long, long ago and can also be quite violent in terms of the way they th that story gets told. So it is interesting re-updating it as they put it into the modern world and they, they give it to these other characters. Um, yeah, definitely think if you've read Percy Jackson, this seems like a nice one to, to jump into next. Do you get... Because it's set in the same world, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's a continuation of the story, but from different character perspectives. Cool. Um, James, why do you think people should check it out? Um, I think people should check it out because... Like um, Emma said, it is a good um, book from Percy, from the Bussy Jackson series, yep. and it gives you a good um, shift of um, like view from different characters, mm. so you can see what's inside of the head of every seven characters, and then later on in the series, different characters that not inside the Demigod Seven. Yeah, sure. Um, speaking of characters, do we have a favorite character out there? Uh, I gotta say Leo. Yeah. What about Leo? It stands out to you? Um, he's just funny. Yeah. And um, I do appreciate that in the character. Yeah. He's probably yeah. tied with Percy, though. Mm. Um, I like Leo and Annabeth. Leo, because he just, um, it, at some points, he seems really relatable and he's, like, funny. Mm. And Annabeth, I just feel like, I, I don't really know why I like her. Um, she's kind of like one of those characters where if you see something in them that you can, like, connect with. Mm. And that's, like, one of the reasons I like her. Yeah. And I'm guessing all of the characters kind of change over the course of these books as well. Like they go through different experiences that kind of shape them and grow them. Um, yeah, Cleo, favorite character? Uh, yeah, Leo too. Yeah. Um, yeah, funny, charming, I love him. Yeah, nice, a lot to like there. Um, why do you think people should check it out? Um, it's just a really well-rounded series, really. I, it's got a lot of content and I just thought it was a really fun read. Yeah. It's nice knowing that the series is also finished, right? So you don't have to wait in between books for, for what the next one's going to be. Um, it is, you know, all packaged and done across those five books for you. Plus you can get them places like our library or Waitohi or the children's bookshop in Kilburnie as well. Um, we're going to dive a little bit deeper now. We're going to talk about one aspect of uh, the books that you really love. So it could be one of the books that stands out to you or it could be a character or anything like that. Um, something you, you want to talk about because it is um, exciting. I like like most of it and most because there's like some things that are obviously like um, like some things that have been changed from actual mythology because actual mythology is kind of messed up. Mm. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot happening in it and yeah. a lot of it you're like there, wow it, what a story to tell. <laughs> at some points it does go really fast but I do really I do still enjoy it and I think it's just like once you've read all of it it's a fun kind of thing to just like go back to random chapters and just reread because that's what I always do. Yeah. Is it a series that makes you want to, to learn about the origins of the stories more? Or is it something where you should like know the stories and then come read this book because it's going to you know, tie in nicely? I started reading it not knowing anything about Greek mythology because my friend forced me to read it. And I actually wanted to hate it, but I like couldn't. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very popular book series. So some people, like when I was growing up, Harry Potter was that instance of people like, I'm not going to read it because it's too popular. But then you read it and you're like, actually, there is something really cool. Well, I didn't here. know it was that popular because like 
my friend was kind of the only person who mm. knew about it. And then I started reading it. I was like, no one else knows about this. I'm like the only person who does, <laughs> me and my friend. Um, and then I kind of like got to school and I was like, w- the school. And it was like, wow, lots of people have read this. Mm. Mm. And I kind of just like, that made me like happy because I had someone to talk to, except I, they had, most people had read it before. Right, right. What do you think the best age is to read this book? I would say I started reading it probably pretty young age. It was the first chapter book I ever read. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I would say personally, like maybe seven or eight up. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you think you get different stuff out of it if you were to read it today than you would have at that time? Probably. When I get older, um, I tend to like notice more details that I miss sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But you can get the shape of the story from like yeah. a young age as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, what's uh, one thing you really love about it, Claire? Um, I really love the characters. I love all the development and how, especially when you're reading at a young age, you really get to grow up with the characters. Yeah, that's really cool as well. Um, sweet. Speaking of characters, we've named a couple, but maybe let's go through the seven main characters, the uh, perspective characters that we hear from from the first book. Uh, so in the first book, the main characters are Leo, Piper and Jason. And the whole book is kind of set, like, written in their perspective and, like, kind of their journey through the whole book. Yeah, yeah. And then as we go, we learn uh, about the other four demigod seven characters. Yeah, so there's the first book, which is basically for Leo, Piper and Jason. The second book, which is for Percy, Hazel and Frank. And then the third book, which is um, Annabeth's... Uniting. Well, yeah, but it's also Annabeth's book with her quest. And then the last two are kind of them together the fourth one without spoiling anything is like them kind of going through separate journeys but Mm. trying to but trying to achieve the same thing and then the fifth one is kind of them just all coming together to defeat the guy face face the main threat kind of feels like avengers endgame in that regard right are you telling all those individual stories build up to the what they want to defeat yeah yeah very cool uh not really Other books, if you like the series, would be other books involving mythology. Mm. So like the Cain books, the yeah. Cain Chronicles. Cain Chronicles, yeah. Because um, those have Egyptian mythology. Then there's Magnus Chase, which is Norse mythology. Yeah. So there's a lot of different um, mythologies that Rick Riordan has produced. Yeah. There's the one after it, which I don't actually know which when they come in, but um, The Trials of Apollo, I currently still reading like the fourth and fifth book at the same time yeah um for the first time i haven't enjoyed it that much but i've still read it because it's roman and greek mythology like mixed into it even more Mm. than the heroes of olympus series Mm. yeah Yeah. there's an interesting historical thing of like greece and the roman empire being very close to each other and that at one point Greece gets swallowed up by the Roman Empire. And so the stories that were told from a Greek perspective, like those gods and, and goddesses kind of carry over into, or they get absorbed by uh, the Roman Empire. And then we have characters that have similar names for the same sort of... It's, it's shown in the um, Heroes of Olympus and Trials of Apollo that the Greek gods have like Roman equivalents with yeah. like same kind of being, but different names. Yeah. Which is quite a cool way to do it in the book, um, reflecting, you know, what it is what we know from the real world. Um, any other books that, that this feels similar to or people should check out, Cleo? Um, I don't know, just everything by Rick Ryden. 
He's written a lot at this point, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There's even a mix of the um, Greek and Egyptian books, the uh, mm. Demigods and Magicians. Yeah, that series. Yeah. That's also a good one. It's like a mini series. It's got three different stories. Ah, uh, right. One. Yeah. Yeah. The extra books, which uh, I'm not going to listen because it'll take too long, mm. but um, there are extras that are also kind of play a role into the story, but like not the main kind of objective of the series. It's just like good to enjoy, like kind of seeing what's going on like on the outside. And we've been talking about gods and goddesses and mythology and, and all these places with ancient cultures, but I think it's important to mention that the books take place in the modern day, right? Yeah. Our current era. Um, what about that? Seems really interesting to you, like taking old stuff and then putting it in today's context. I like the way that like Rick's made it into kind of like a modern way while still keeping the ancient aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Like back in the Roman and Greek days, um, they wouldn't have had like technology and stuff. But now he's said like the demigods and can't have like phones or stuff like that because it'll attract the monsters, mm. which kind of confuses me because then Camp Half-Blood, which is the Greek camp, have made their shirts bright orange, which would probably attract more people. It is. <laughs> I think if you know what you're looking for, yeah, you're, you're definitely going to spot that. It's interesting because stuff like in Harry Potter, they explain away why people don't use technology by saying, oh, magic just makes it not work. Um, but yeah, this, this seems to be a different reason for why they don't use technology here. There's also like characters that come from like the past, far back from the past, and like then into this modern day. I think two characters don't actually know until they kind of figure it out at one point, and then... Mm. Wow, yeah, so just a hundred year almost gap between the last time she was there and, and now, yeah. Um, do you guys know if Rick is putting out any new content? There's a TV show that's coming out 2024 and there's two new books. One, as the day we're recording this, is coming out tomorrow, yep. which I'm really excited for. And then the other's coming out in September. The one in September is a kind of like sixth book to the Percy Jackson series, except the characters are the age they are in Heroes of Olympus. Uh, right, yep. So coming back to the same world, same set of characters, but at a point in the future. It's yep. They're taking kind of like the trio from the first their very first Percy Jackson book and then putting into like the last one of the series. Cool. If you were a reader and you hadn't read any of these books yet, um, which series would you suggest they start with? Is it worth starting with Percy Jackson or can you dive right in with Heroes of Olympus? Uh, you, I mean, you could read Heroes of Olympus, but I feel like it would just be better for you to start at the Percy Jackson series because it would kind of just make more sense as like going along like because in the first series, Percy's 12, and then in the end, he's, like, 17. Mm. So it just kind of makes sense to, like, go up in age. Sure. Cleo, what do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I personally prefer Heroes of Olympus, but I do recommend starting at Percy Jackson. Yep. And James? I would recommend Percy Jackson. That is a good series. Nice. It sounds like you're going to get more out of the books if you have that prior knowledge of the first story. Cool. Um, and speaking of Percy Jackson, they have announced this TV show. Um, I know there were movies yes. as well for it, um, but I got a lot of shakes of heads when we brought it up before. If you're going to watch them, then read the books first, or at least the first two or the first series, because then that's kind of like they've kind of like forced three, uh, like three to five books into two movies. Ooh. And they've also kind of probably like grabbed like what's some information about this and put it into a movie because the characters are almost 20, but they're supposed to be 12. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Sometimes like your actor is growing up faster than, than you can film. Um, but yeah, that sounds crazy taking the stories of three or four different books and then kind of smashing them together. 
Um, I actually saw the movies before reading the books because my siblings had finished the first series at that time. Mm. And I personally had nothing against it, but my siblings were very opposed to it. And I then read the books and rewatched the movies even. Um, it is, the movies are very different, yeah. but they're not too bad. Yeah. Well, we've talked a lot about different things here. It's been really great to have you guys in the studio to talk about Heroes of Olympus. Um, thank you very much for coming. Yes, uh, thanks for having us. Yep, bye. Yep, thanks, bye. <laughs> Brilliant. So natural, smooth, no, no, <laughs> no gap there. That's awesome. This week's show was hosted by me, CJ. It was recorded and edited by Benjamin. Our guests were James, Emma, and Cleo. Thanks, as always, to Raro Intermediate and the Children's Bookstore of Kilburnie for supporting the show. Our theme music was produced by Logan Hart. Thank you very much for listening. Before we go, we've each got one more quick pick for you, uh, starting with Emma. Um, if you want to read them or have already read them, there's a podcast called The World of Percy Jackson where he reads the books and then analyzes them after. James. Um, I recommend the Trials of Apollo book because they have a lot of twists in it that um, clean up the ends of Heroes of Olympus and Percy Jackson. Clear. I recommend The Demigod Files. Cool. It's an extra thing I enjoyed reading. Benjamin. I quite liked the um, movie Interstellar because if you, if you like the rich story of like Percy Jackson, then you probably like the rich story of that movie. Awesome, and I'm going to recommend the board game Concordia. It's set in the Greco-Roman Empire and is a really good board game that more people should check out. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.